Well, we finally got to see the National Party leader Chris Luxon up against current Prime Minister and Labour leader Chris Hipkins in the first leaders debate last night. It was an opportunity for Chris Hipkins to try and stop the decline in polling for his party and prove that he's a better candidate for Prime Minister than Luxon, but it was also Luxon's opportunity to prove that he has the goods to be Prime Minister. There were some interesting questions that were asked and some interesting answers. Let's check it out. So the debate actually started off with a nice touch, I thought, with the moderator, Jessica Much Mackay, asking each leader to say what they admired about the other person. We actually saw a touch of this on our own Straight Talk Leaders debate with the minor party leaders on Monday night when uh, New Zealand's Alfred Nardo asked Democracy NZ's Matt King a simple question, how are you? It was a nice touch uh, last night between political opponents who are normally at each other and each other's policy, which is part of the nature of the sport. But the responses from the two Chris's was actually a high point of the whole debate. What's something that you admire about his leadership? Uh, well, first of all, I mean, I, I, I really admire Chris's commitment to his family, and he's, you know, and, and I, I do genuinely uh, respect that. I think, you know, being in politics is hard on families, and I respect the fact that Chris continues to make time for his family. Um, and, uh, you know, I think generally being leader of the opposition is a tough job. Being prime minister is a tough job too. And so people deserve credit for taking on those roles. How do you respond to that question? What leadership quality do you admire in Chris Hipkins? Well, look, I really respect Chris for taking on the job of prime minister. It's an incredibly tough job. It uh, requires huge amounts of resilience. And it's also, you know, one of the most extreme jobs in the country that you can do. And so um, I admire and respect anyone that can do that. And I also really admire the way that um, he, you know, talked about his family up front when he took on this job. And I respect the way he went about it. And and I respect um, the great dad that he is too. Well, there we are. Some nice touches, wasn't it? Family first. Now, into the nitty-gritty of uh, just a few of the questions I want to highlight. They asked about the decriminalisation of cannabis. Yep, it's not an issue they want to let go of. It's uh, one mountain they still want to climb uh, and try and get legalised. But interestingly, the question was not legalisation, as the recent referendum was about, but simply the decriminalisation which we actually have already with our de facto uh, drug law decriminalisation law, which says that police can use discretion and refer drug users to treatment where appropriate. But the answers were pretty adamant from both candidates. Should cannabis de be decriminalised? No. No. Yeah, pretty simple. You could have heard the wailing around the nation, I'm sure, Chloe and the Greens and the Drug Foundation and all the other drug activists will be deeply disappointed. Now, the leaders were also asked about their church attendance. I don't think Chris Hipkins has ever even suggested that he may be a church attender, but Luxon certainly has, and it was disappointing that he simply couldn't say that he would try to attend church whenever his schedule allowed him to. Have a watch. Have you been to a church service this year? Uh, yes, many of them. Yes, I have. All as part of campaigning? Yeah, more or less. All part of campaigning? Uh, I think so, yes. I've been to a lot of temples. I'll put it this way. I've been to a lot more temples than churches, per se. Yeah, it was interesting that this was even a question. Was it designed to try and paint Chris Luxon as religious and therefore unvotable? Uh, then some interesting questions around New Zealand becoming a republic, a new flag, compulsory tarao in schools, and banning cell phones in schools. Is now the time for New Zealand to become a republic? 
No. No. Should we have a new flag? I voted yes. Laser Kiwi? Uh, not that one. <laughs> new flag? Uh, I, I supported a new flag, yep. Compulsory te reo in schools? Uh, universal. Uh, no, but we need more te reo teachers. What do you mean by universal? I think every kid should have the option of learning te reo Māori. Okay. Cell phones in schools, banning them? Schools should have the free, Schools have the ability to do that now. Yep, ban them so they can focus on learning. Okay, good. Ban cell phones in schools. Let's concentrate on reading, writing and arithmetic. Pity they didn't also ask about getting uh, radical sexuality and gender ideology out of schools. Uh, they were also asked about changing the name of the country. Should New Zealand formally change its name to Aotearoa? No. Uh, I'm not promoting it, but I have no problem with it. Right. If we do, it should be by referendum. Would you propose a referendum? Uh, no, I don't think there's a need or, or um, um, enough groundswell to actually put that on a referendum. And what are you point. putting that on, just from what you're hearing? Just in terms of what you see in terms of public. Okay. Yeah. Mm, a referendum, maybe even a binding referendum. There's a unique democratic approach. Let all the countries speak rather than having it rammed down. The one question they did ask around the gender issue was around sports. And it was a pretty vague question because it didn't ask specifically about men playing in women's sports, but we got the gist of it. And unfortunately, we got a politically weak answer from both leaders, sadly. Should transgender people be allowed to compete in sport? Uh, that's a decision for the sporting bodies. Decision for the sporting bodies. Hmm, how convenient. I'm just sorry the answer wasn't, what is a woman? You can see what they would have said on our Value Your Vote website. We all remember the difficulty that uh, Chris Hipkins had. The candidates uh, were also asked about food in schools. Now, interestingly, the National Party want the programme uh, rightly targeted at just those students who are identified as being in the greatest need rather than a one-size-fits-all, feed-every-child approach. The question was around feeding all children at all schools and surprisingly Luxon agreed with that even though his policy is different and ironically Hipkins is the one to say it should be targeted which is the appropriate answer. Should New Zealand provide free lunches to all students in state schools? Yeah, I think we should. We've got to make it more effective and, and, and target it. And to all it students? Uh, no, I think we should target it to those students that we're currently targeting it to. Yeah, now, um, I'm not sure who won the debate. Uh, look, I did have a look at the New Zealand Herald website and they had an uh, online poll. I want to emphasise this is not a scientific poll, but the Herald readers gave the debate to Luxon. 73% uh, and Hipkins, uh, 27%. Uh, some commentators say that it did more for promoting people to vote for a minor party. I'm not sure about that. I don't think Hipkins scored high enough to be able to arrest a decline in the polls. We'll see when the next poll comes out. But Christopher Luxon uh, possibly proved to many voters that he has the ability to be a prime minister. And that is probably the outcome he was looking for last night. Chris wasn't out to necessarily win, but to look prime ministerial uh, as leader of the opposition, that he could be prime minister. One thing that I can say with absolute confidence is that the winner of the debate last night was Chris. Chris.